Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I have go 12 to 4, I'm sending yeah. this like tape into ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. We don't win in the specific years that I want us to win. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Let's go! Let's go! I was big on them in Soul's Chat. Because he's not the no, better player. Watch them play football. <laughs> oh my god, you watched the highlights? Did you watch That's Johnny Manziel's highlights when he. Whoa, guys! Look at me. I'm going to go throw the ball. If Stidham outperforms Newton, Stidham's going to start. That's all you have. How are you going to win the division with that? How's it going, everybody? And welcome to the weekly NBA, NHL, and MLB recap all in one episode. The first episode that we're going to do where it's all grouped together. You're going to see all the news from all of the sports that are going on right now, except for football. We have a separate episode for that, which if you haven't already seen, make sure to go check it out. Um, So for this episode, we're going to be starting off with the NBA stuff, and then we'll dive into some hockey and baseball later. I don't know why I almost said basketball there, but my name is Nick Antonagas, and we're starting off here with Uh the basketball crew. We got Stuart Brooks and Chandler Betts with us. How are you guys doing? I'm hungry. Stewart's hungry. Chandler's doing good. We're ready to dive into it. Since the last time we were together, the second round has concluded, and the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals are both underway. Let's start off with the wrap-up of the second round. So we had Celtics versus the Raptors. Raptors winning game six. Well, wait, no. How long ago was this? We filmed last Wednesday, right? Yep. Yeah, game oh, yeah. six so still hadn't happened. It was game yeah. six. Yeah, it yeah. was game it was six game and game six, yeah. seven. Raptors won game six. Then the Celtics won a heartbeat game seven, coming away with the win. Heartbeat. It was, um, yeah, one in a heartbeat, I guess. I don't really know what I'm saying right now. But... It's just a hard fought. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Heart, heart pounding. Uh, but, you know, game six, we almost won. Double overtime, taking the L. But um, Should have won that bullshit. And yeah. That sucked. Yeah, no, it didn't but, matter. Um, didn't matter. Didn't I'm matter, happy. but we still should have won it. Kyle Lowry was just freaking destroying Kemba in the one-on-one at the end. It was an epic yeah, battle. But Kemba Celtic. got fouled at the end, so, you know, Tony Brothers clearly has it up in Celtics. And also, Kemba, speaking of him, played. he could not have played any worse in the game six. Yeah. He scored mm-hmm. five points. I mean, yeah. at that point, just put Brad Wanamaker in. I mean, like, what the – And Brad was cooking, too. Yeah, he had six points in the total game. He made two threes yeah, in the, in the second like that really kept minutes. us in it. We were winning by 11. We should have won that game. We didn't, but it's yeah. okay because in game seven, they sucked. Kyle we won. Out. We love to see it. We yeah. won the game. Oh, yeah. Friends are after they played well, but pandemic key, as in Pascal Siakam, did not play well. He basically played for us that game, so we got Bro, the win. Nick Nurse. Go Celtics. So Piss annoying. Piss me off. Holy crap. He's Get just he's on, the, he's on the sidelines. <gasps> Like nonstop, just like screaming. I I hate. I lost all respect for Nick Nurse that game. Not even that series in general. And now he has to go home and cry. Good. Yeah. yeah. I have a question. I'm ashamed to share some news. Stuart would have an answer to this. Uh, What do you guys think? Yeah, kind of disrespectful. So what? What do you? What do you think is going to happen to the Raptors roster this offseason? Okay, so Van Lee is gone. Fred VanVleet's probably gone, I but I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent chance because Toronto might want to keep the core together. Also, I saw today that Marcus Hall is considering playing in Europe to be near his family, which yeah. I think will happen because he's getting a lot older. Uh, the whole rosters are getting younger, but they still have a good amount of depth. 
players under contract, I'd say they just run it back. I think you're muted. They just run it back yeah, and they um, and they, you know, they they're good and they lose probably in the second round the following year. I think they need to continue to sell tickets and generate interest, especially after Kawhi left. And also they're hoping that they can get Giannis or maybe even Kawhi Leonard in the following offseason. Yeah. So they're trying to keep the team relatively light so that they can they're not gonna make a big move, try to keep it light. Because also I think Lowry's a free agent too, so I wouldn't be surprised if they try to sign him uh, in 2021 on a more team-friendly deal, try to get somebody like Giannis or potentially Kawhi Leonard in the following offseason. And, you know, that, that, that's the way it's going to go. I think this year is sort of intermental. The one that's coming up, they'll be, like, slightly worse. Uh, yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, I, th- I think the thing that the Raptors are going to have to – I mean, first of all, you have to start by keeping Lowry around because he was not only the leader of this team, but he's he's been pretty efficient consistently throughout the bubble. So definitely a guy to keep around, even though, you know, he is getting pretty – old at this yeah, point he's 34 turning yeah 34. but uh you know you need that leadership in your locker room but yeah i totally agree with Stuart saying but i don't know if they're going to be able to get a guy like Giannis. like that's going to take a lot of cap space to do same i think they Kawhi. would have enough they'll have a max contract slot they'll have a max slot if if, if van vliet leaves and lowry because he's a free agent in 2021 oh yeah if they were to re-sign yeah. him on a relatively team-friendly deal they, they could they'll, they have have max space. they'll have a max spot but yes we'll yeah Van Vliet, though, you know. I think he's going to the Knicks or something. Someone's yeah, gonna, or maybe like Indiana. Someone's going to offer him a big contract. Yeah. yeah. I think it's possible if he stays, but I'm going to say it's pretty likely that he'll leave. Mm-hmm. Especially because they're going to want to keep that potential max slot for 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be crazy. Giannis with the Bucks, that would be just – I mean, not the Bucks, but the Raptors, that would be nuts. Yeah. But, yeah, so there you go. There is a possibility. Yeah, but that was that's pretty much that's a wrap for Toronto. Celtics move on to the Eastern Conference Final. We'll get into a little bit of the Eastern right. Conference Final a little bit later, but let's move back. Oh, Chandler, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying bye to the Raptors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I thought you had another point. Spicy P cannot be a number one option on a winning team. No, yeah. but he could be a number two on a very good team. Yeah, absolutely. Not a number yeah. one. Though. His spin moves weren't enough to carry them to the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah. Spin move. <laughs> Yeah, but now let's move to the West. A huge upset. Stewart and I's favorite to win the NBA championship this year. The Los Angeles Clippers are out. Losing to the Nuggets, who I had a vendetta with you guys since both the start. Hated the Nuggets. I, I don't know. I, I didn't hate them, but Nick hated them. I just them. hated the Nuggets. I just hated them. I, didn't, I, hated I, I just didn't think they were going to be any better that, because it just didn't seem, like they, it didn't seem like they improved from last season. And that's yeah. what a lot of people were saying about this team, specifically yeah. because of Murray, whose numbers were literally identical to last season. Um, mm. And it turned out that I guess he just decided to turn it up in the playoffs. Why does Nick keep muting? Um, and in the bubble. Is this because of Andrew? But anyway. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they turned up. The, I'm going to focus on the Nuggets right now just because, you know, it's not just – Jokic and Murray's unbelievable play, but it was also Grant knocking down shots in Game Seven. Millsap going off in Game Six for oh my god, yeah, points. coming back playing defense off offense. I mean, and not a lot of that hustle rebound. Yeah, yeah, and, and the three pointer, a very very good and, and amazing series by this young Nuggets team. Jokic is only twenty four, Murray's only twenty two. Really, this guy's the limit for this team. And, you know, I don't think they're going to beat the Lakers, but, you know, anything could happen. Anything could happen in these four games in the bubble, no home court. They could win the championship. I mean, I'm not going to say that they will, but, like, Imagine. it's not like – this isn't like last year with Portland against the Golden State Warriors where, like, oh, this Portland has no chance to actually win the championship. I think 
they have a real ch- chance to at least be competitive with the Lakers. Everyone has a chance. I think yeah. all four teams left have a legitimate chance of winning the championship yeah. this year. But I think we should hop back to Jokic just for a sec. Just absolutely popping off. I think the most, the best offensive center in the entire league at this point. I think he's the best big man. The best I think he's the best league. big man, yeah. Big man yeah. is the only he's other the best, person with argument. He's definitely the best passing big man in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just incredible. I mean, you can't say too much about him, but can't say enough about him. But he's just, he's yeah. a beast, man. Since you guys both talked a lot about the Nuggets, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Auburn thing. I'm gonna talk about the Clippers. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so you have this team. Uh, Paul George said coming into the bubble, he said we came roughly. He said we came in here expecting to win, and that was their problem. Damn. They were the they were the opposite in terms of mentality. They were the opposite of the Nuggets. When you're down three one, you have nothing to lose at that point. Mm-hmm. No team had ever come back from two three uh, one deficits in one playoffs in one playoff run. First team to ever do that. There's this for the one person. On, who's watching this, I'm sure. Only one person that watches soccer. This team, this Nuggets team was a lot like Liverpool in the way that they are, they've coined the term mentality monsters. It means that whatever the situation is, you're going to figure out a way to win. And it's different in the regular season when the goal is just to win a single game versus in a series when, you know, you have to win in seven. You have to win four yeah. games. So they, the Nuggets have clearly found a way to win these games. It's and it the Nuggets were really good. I don't want to take anything away from them, but the Clippers were just appalling. Yeah, Paul George. No. Oh, so you trade you trade Shea, you trade Gallinari, you trade your 2021, 23, and 25 picks, and then oh no, 22, 24, 26 picks, and then pick swaps on 23 and 25. Yeah, and you do all of that to get somebody you, you get you get playoff B. The goal is not to be the best oh, pandemic in the P. Western Conference in the regular Pandemic P. Pandemic I P. mean this is, this is terrible. You it, I wouldn't be surprised if Paul George I, I don't expect this to actually happen, but I wouldn't be surprised entirely if Paul George isn't a clipper coming into this twenty twenty one, twenty two season. He probably he might not be. That's a there's yeah, a legit 21, chance. Twenty 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 one. So he I, I think this team Go ahead. Okay, so I just wanted to make a uh, – as Chandler made this comparison with the soccer team, I'd make this comparison at least with two NBA teams that would come to my mind, and it would be actually the Boston Celtics from last season and the Miami Heat from mm-hmm. 2011. There's parallels on both teams. Absolutely. With, with the Heat, it's really the mentality thing because you have this team that, like, they basically all year long were just like – they acted like a team that had just already won the championship or two championships, and this was like the third year. And, like, they got Kawhi, they're like, oh, yeah, we got this. Lou Williams talking about the parade. Patrick Beverly saying that, like, you know, the next five years are his to Steph Curry, <laughs> all that stuff. And, you know, there is a, a, something to be said about how well they were playing at certain points. They were beating the Lakers earlier in the season. Kawhi was playing well, you know. <clears throat> but the problem was, is, A, they did not have chemistry. This group had only played 11 games together, this full roster before the bubble. And they took all these months off. So there's no reason to have all this confidence in your, in your overall team if you're not going to have any chemistry. And they just acted like they had already done something, kind of like that Heat team back in 2011. And then secondly, it's the fit. The fit wasn't terrible, but in this series specifically, it kind of reminds me of the Celtics where it was just – they had too many guys. Like, 
Kawhi and Paul George are one thing, but then you have another guy who's going to take a lot of shots in every game, even though they're usually good shots with Morris. Then you have Lou Williams, who's on the floor with them. You have to get Harrell shots. It's, it's just too many, too many mouths to feed, and they just couldn't figure out a way that they could have reduced the shots for certain players and, and kind of just, like, made it work out more. Like, Morris should have played more like a spot-up shooter and less like the ISO player he was, he was accustomed to. It just didn't work out kind of like that Celtics team. So, it, in both cases, it just it didn't fit. They had the wrong mentality. In the end, they got shocked by a, a hungry and young, talented team in Denver. And it's not surprising when you look at it from that angle, but just from the – you know, looking at it from the course of a season, it, it is quite shocking to see that a team as talented as the Clippers didn't even make it to the conference finals. The Los Angeles Clippers, whether you're talking about the Los Angeles Clippers, the San Diego Clippers, or the Buffalo Braves, in their entire franchise history, they have never made the conference finals. Wow. Yeah. They are they they are they're, they're a cursed franchise. That's the only that's the only way. You Even the Lions have made an NFC Championship game. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. And I mean, they've lost three game sevens in the 21st century. In, yeah. I think all of them being in the conference semifinals. They lost yep. in 2006. They lost – Actually, four. In, There's one more. Yeah, they lost in 06. They, yeah, they, the fourth – they lost in 06, like you said. They yeah. lost in 2015. They also lost in the first round in, in 2017 against Gordon yeah. Edward and the Jazz. But And then, obviously, as, as you're saying. But, yeah. yeah. This is – Another competitive they lost. That's really yeah. Okay. Oh, man. I saw, I saw something because uh, obviously – maybe not obviously. I know. I saw many I things. Know. But um, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are both – they both have a player option after this season. Yeah, this upcoming one, Think yeah. about what happens if, they, if this team underperforms again. They're gone. They they're have gone. no draft this Clippers is oh, now yeah. – The Clippers is now the Nets, but even worse. They're literally worse. the Nets, yeah. Oh. This is – I, I would be terrified if I were a Clippers fan. I think Why I'm just trying to trade for some assets at this point. Yeah, what you, you have to get another though? piece. You, you got to get rid of Paul George. Get something for him before his value totally um, disappears. Honestly, we try to try to flip him, or maybe try to flip Lou Williams. I mean, or more. But actually, this might not be a good time to flip him. Yeah, yeah his, that's yeah, a good point. Right, but play, another thing about Paul George is Chandler was making the point that they could have had Gallinari and, and, and Shea. Like, think about it. Don't even think about the assets that they lost, all those picks, and the fact that Shea is going to be a great player in the future. Take away Paul George from this roster and put those two guys in. They're gonna they're they're a better team in this playoffs than in this bubble. They play yeah. Shai was good in that playoff series against the Rockets. He was, you know, his normal self, still learning, but still a small player. Gallinari was great. If you put him out there, also he doesn't need the ball, he can just shoot it. That team yeah. fits better. They're just yeah. as good they're a little worse defensively, but they have more depth. It works better. There's not a, a different superstar on the team that you have to cater to. That team might be going against the Lakers right now and there's less friction, and they don't lose all their assets. But since mm-hmm. it seems like maybe Kawhi Leonard forced the trade of Paul George, it I'm seems sure. to be a major mistake. He yeah. wanted Jimmy Butler, of course. We, all, we know that he wanted Jimmy Butler instead yeah, he of did. Paul George. But that was the second option. Yeah. I, I will say one comparison that I have, not to- solely based off like the future of the franchise, but just based off their playoff performance and their expectations, were the Boston Bruins from this year. Because the Bruins had such high expectations going into this bubble, and then you know you could just tell from right, the start. The President's Trophy, just like the yeah. 2014 exactly. team. Yeah, yeah, that and I've said that a thousand times with the 2014 yeah. team. It's just really yeah. disappointing. But you know, 
one of those the teams is, that wasn't bad, but they just did not come close to the expectations. Exactly. Yeah. And you're just waiting for them, like, okay, they got to become the Bruins that we know them as. And, okay, they got to become the Clippers, regular season Kawhi, yeah. playoff Kawhi, stuff that we've been saying. Raptors I've been Kawhi. saying nonstop. Yeah, I'm just saying, where's playoff Kawhi? Playoff Kawhi is yeah. coming out. I said that at least a thousand times. Well, let's, it, just, well, uh, it never I just truly wanted to make a quick point. Well, he played actually, well, he did play really well. He up did. Until game six. In the first round, he was quite good. In the yeah. beginning of this series, up until game in game five, he had 36, nine, and six on an efficient shooting night, and they lost. So, mm-hmm. can't blame him too much. And it almost seems like I don't want to put even a lot of people putting the blame on him, and rightfully so. He should have played a lot better. But, yeah. like, the one game he plays poorly, the rest of his teammates can't pick up the slack once. They've played yeah. what? Six, 13 playoff games now. The one game he plays poorly, the rest of the team can't do anything. Paul George, 10 points, two of 11 shooting from three. I mean, you can't play any worse. You might as well just not have had him out there and had other players taking his shots. That That's corner how- three was marvelous. That was, that was like the freaking. That you might know, have been the worst like, shot I've ever seen in a playoff game. He didn't even. Oh. I mean, it was, it, was, it was like almost like he just missed the entire backboard. It was just like. Yeah. Uh, Disgusting. Yeah. Well, I will say, I want to say one now. Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers has blown his third three-win lead as a head coach. I know. Yeah, I saw that. I, Go ahead, Chandler. There, there are a lot of reasons to dislike this Clippers team. Also, so there are a lot of people celebrating that this team lost. Yeah, people Lou, are psyched all over Lou, Twitter. Lou Will almost destroyed the bubble. Um, Pat, yeah. Patrick Beverly. No, no, he injures players. Marcus Morris was is also also injures players. He's vicious on Luca, unnecessarily. Paul George is a serial underperformer. Um, I mean, that's that's really it. Kawhi Leonard. He, he so okay. I want to I want to put out something. What? I'm not I'm not like a huge like LeBron fanboy, but if LeBron goes six of twenty two, fourteen points of um, forty in a game minutes, seven in a game yeah. seven, LeBron's washed. LeBron um, LeBron is now the seventh best player in history instead of the third or the second. Yeah. yeah. LeBron LeBron's legacy is tarnished. He should have retired seven years ago. Kawhi Leonard is everyone's everyone's blaming him and likes to with that rightfully so, but I don't think he's getting enough blame for this. He was good in games one through six, but when you are when you know what you have, you know you have Paul George who's not going to do anything. You know you have a lot of defensive players who sure they didn't play any defense. Kawhi Leonard, who was Kawhi Leonard guarding like legitimately? Yeah, Jamal Murray yeah, went for what like forty. Forty should have put him on him. That's that's when you have to be like the leader. Uh, the yeah, and also some some of the yeah, some up. of the blame has to go on Doc too, for the yeah. the substitutions and for the but keeping Paul yeah, George. I think so long. I think he also tried oh, way too. He tried to put Lou Williams. Why was he out there basically after game? Like basically, he did nothing this series. I mean, he yeah. couldn't make any. He barely made any threes all series, and he's the worst defender on the entire Clippers and the only bad defensive player really on their whole yep. team. So I just don't understand at that point. I mean, I know he's highly paid. He's a well-renowned player. He can get you buckets, but like you need to just be like, all right, it's better to play somebody else at this position. Jamal yeah. Murray is killing him, and also you got to be like, you got to put Kawhi on on Murray. It just seemed like he was trying to. I mean, you can also maybe blame Kawhi for this too, but it yeah. seemed like Doc was tiding in his zone and was just hoping that the Clippers would just, you know, figure it out. But the Nuggets had penetrated, and Doc was maybe just too stubborn, like many coaches sometimes get, to switch out of his his three-two zone that he seemed to be playing. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was unfortunate yeah it's just is disappointing you know i really and, I mean, did want to see la play la me too i, I, did, to I said that, that in the yeah. chat after i'm like so much for this matchup that we I'm wanted sure to the see NBA and adam silver are upset i know they probably oh, are yeah. but i will say this though we can't take it away from the nuggets though because they played yeah, a no. really good series they're great 
Though it did seem the like the Clippers just kind of laid down in the fourth. It just seemed like the Clippers kind of laid down in the seventh. I remember, yeah, I remember when the Nuggets had – they had Jokic and Nurkic. They traded Nurkic. I was like, that's really interesting. Uh, Nurkic was – he was producing really well. I mean, so was Jokic, but nothing like what he's doing now. Yeah. That was that. A lot of people questioned that that trade. They they, might, they said, "Oh, you guys might have traded the wrong guy." No, wrong. They, they, they didn't. <laughs> Nikola Jokic is officially. I might even say he's a top six player in the NBA. I'd say even, he's right there. He's up there. I'd say definitely LeBron, top ten. LeBron, KD, Giannis. LeBron, KD, Giannis, Kawhi, Curry, maybe Harden. Jokic is right there. Yeah. yeah, AD is right. It's, he's, he's at least he's at low. His lowest, I'd say, would be eight. Yeah, I don't think he is. Yeah, and then Jamal awesome. Murray. I, at the beginning of the series, I, there were a bunch of posts on like Instagram and were saying Jamal Murray really tricked us into thinking he was a top yeah. five point guard for one series. Oh, oh, wrong. Yeah. Well, clearly he's. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's definitely happened before, as we saw, kind of. Well, not always, but it happens with players where they're coming out isn't in the regular season where they improve. It's in the playoffs, and then from then on, their career is on a higher trajectory. It's happened multiple times with teams and stuff. But this is definitely, I think, an example. I think this shows that he, he can be an elite because he didn't really improve from last season to this season. His numbers literally – he averaged the exact same amount of points. But I think next season he's going to be an all-star in the West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, on that note, I say we dive into um, the series, the Eastern Conference Final that actually began. The Western Conference Final hasn't started yet. Well, we just want to quickly, East. just quickly talk about Rockets-Lakers ending. Oh, yeah, wait, that did that happen? Day? Yeah, that ended. Yeah, that happened since then. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry since sorry, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, Rockets lost, Westbrook sucks. The end. There's not much to say. D'Antoni's gone. I don't think Harden's oh, ever going championship. Gone. Because he's That's not going to so ever want to be a, a number two on any team. And him as number one, while is unbelievably talented and can take you probably to the conference finals even by himself, yep. he'll never win a championship because he'll never be a team that's bad enough that they're going to be. But, you know, I mean, that's just – that's his legacy. I think we just have to accept that. And Westbrook, I mean, you know. God, he <laughs> fell apart. All George and Chris Paul were a perfect fit playing-wise. And then James Harden – Ernie, sorry, not not Paul George. Uh, James Harden and Chris Paul were perfect yeah. playing wise. Off and the then court, James Harden, they're in, they're in the ball, they're in the little huddle last year. Uh, yeah, two, yeah, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Uh, Chris Paul trying to point to me out. James Harden slaps his hand. That's it. That yeah, that's when it ended. At this point, I know it's such like an arbitrary point to say when you. They really seem like after really that, never talked to him, obviously. But he's not a leader. He's not a leader. No. no, and also after game four, which they got freaking smacked and went down 3-1, the reporter asked him, James, in a, in a must-win game, why did your team come out with so little energy tonight? And he just was like, next question. Like, yeah. I mean, Damn. I'm sorry, but there's no I, – I can't. I'm not going to criticize him as a person, but, like, clearly he doesn't seem to have care much about the outcome of the game if that's his answer. Or if he does care, he doesn't care enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, or just giving up. And also Westbrook, I mean – it's possible that they go on to a different direction, but we'll see that they trade him. Well, I mean, if, if he is going to win a championship, though, I can't think of a talented enough number two besides Anthony Davis who would be yeah, able to get him point. that. Yeah, you're right. Like, I don't think – I don't think there's a talent enough – there's talented enough players, but not a number two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That they would be, yeah. Like, if they signed Giannis, Harden would be pissed. Be Maybe like, they right. could try – I don't know, Paul George I mean, for Harden. I mean – I mean, if – 
if the Rockets some other pieces in there. I mean, but you know, you get him for a season, you're going into a rebuild. You get, I mean, I don't know if the Clippers don't have a ton of assets, but they can try to maybe work out a third team or something, trade whatever picks they have left. Westbrook and George can work together again. That would be oh yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. they also I think they would also have to trade Westbrook to like the next yeah, or something like that. Yeah, to be on at that point, you have to try to revert back to like twenty thirty. I think they trade Westbrook first if there's going to be a deal at all. But yeah, Westbrook and picks for Kyrie. No, no. Why would the, Why would the Nets do that? that Maybe terrible. imagine Kyrie and Paul George. The Nets would not do that. There was Kyrie, no, there's no Westbrook. So well, I mean, yeah, they literally already pretty bad trades. <laughs> They do not do that. Why would you want Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook back together again? Oh, yeah, they'd be back together. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> that would be weird. I think you try to flip it to, like, the Wizards. Just let Westbrook get some stats. And, oh, and, yeah. yeah. The Wizards have all the teams. To the, to the Bulls. Yeah. To the Bulls. Harden, that'd be a good Paul's... place. Huh. Westbrook to the Bulls. He'd get them in the eighth seed. What? Wait, I mean, they already have Kobe White, though. I like Kobe White. Yeah, well, he can play. Two, he can, I don't think they can for a point guard like that. Yeah, and what, are they right, gonna but, give, what are they going to give the um the the Rockets? The, the Rockets pick probably him. Probably yeah. him. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I don't think that that would happen. But I don't know. If it did, that'd be very interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, um, on to the Eastern Conference Final: Celtics versus Heat. We all picked Celtics game one off screen, and they lost. I want to talk about this game first. Did you both pick the Celtics in the series? Uh, yeah. Yes, I picked Celtics okay. in six, I believe. I'm the only one. I who picked them the in seven. Even though Wait, I, did I don't like the Heat, I picked the I picked the Heat in seven. I think I picked Celtics in seven. But I might have yeah, picked I think the Heat in six. Too. I think you both did, but um, yeah. Well, you know, it was a good game, and we lost. Really, all I'll say about it. What the hell is happening to Kemba Walker? Oh yeah, that's, that's the too. thing. Fucking yeah. ridiculous. He needs to play better. Or it's just he's my favorite. He's probably he's my favorite player in the NBA. He even was when he was on the Hornets. But oh my I god, mean, he, his his his. Biggest trait in the NBA has been that he's a really good closer. He hasn't really had an opportunity to do that because the teams have always sucked. Yeah, wasn't even that bad the first now, round. See, I know. That's the thing, dude. Because after maybe all, he's this, of, maybe he's run out of steam. Yeah, after all this time, he's been like, and all the interviews and every anything. I came to Boston because I wanted to win. Do you think he would be motivated in a situation like this, especially in the series motivated. against the Raptors? I wouldn't say he's not motivated. It's just yeah. that he just I know, just but wouldn't he down. perform? He's not he's not good. Good. Is he in his own head? Is that the thing? Well, maybe, yeah. But like, I don't think he's like not motivated. I just think the shots. No, are going I don't yet. either. It's, it's more. Just, I would think that Paul he's George. this motivated. Why is he think performing? Paul George didn't not oh, care but about winning. What are you trying to make a point here? Are you trying to make that he's missing jump shots? What if you're motivated or not motivated? Doesn't matter. He's shot. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is that I'm surprised that since he's this motivated, he's missing this many shots. That's what I'm saying. Well, Motivation okay. and form doesn't really like correlate. Yeah, that's not really a correlation. Well, not, tec- not you know, form, technically. Do you not, did you think Kawhi wasn't motivated last night to win and that he still played poorly? Yeah. Not, no, just because yeah. you're motivated doesn't mean you play well. And yeah, just, I guess. Maybe he's too motivated. Just, maybe he's too pumped up. Maybe, I guess. He's too pumped know. up and he's – I don't know. It doesn't. Even, I mean, one thing that's good is probably. that he doesn't seem to be. He doesn't seem to be forcing it too much. But I think Brad is forcing it through him too much. I, Maybe. You just got to get it. You got to get Jalen more ball time, and you got to get Jason an ISO. Stop giving it to Kemba ISO at the top of the key. In, okay. In, down the stretch. I have it's, a question for you guys. That last shot in the fourth quarter, uh, Tatum shot. Do you think that's a good shot or no? Uh, in overtime or when? No. Oh, the first when he got blocked by Bam? No, 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 no. Wait, what was the, the shot? Step, Wait, the remind step me back. What was... Step back oh, on the, the one you texted about in the chat? On, yeah. 
I think that was a good shot, personally. Yeah, I mean, he's a great player. And, you know, yeah. you, you take your chances with the kind of shot like and that. Then the, drive also, was Miami's, the drive yeah. was stupid. No, he shouldn't have just laid it in over him or tried to get fouled. Floater. He knew Floater. he didn't have the angle. Floater. Floater. I mean, get Bam. a handstander. Something or swing it out in the corner. Bam is yeah. Do something. That was an unbelievable play. That was, that was, was. incredible. Full props but, to Bam. I mean, there. this is partially – but part of the reason oh, why I did pick Miami is because of depth. And without Hayward, we really don't have that much. And Miami just has too many guys who can make shots. But, you know, you never know. We can still win the series. I mean, I, I said Wait, seven, so. When is, when, is, when is Hayward coming back? Is he coming back? He's doubtful for game two, so probably game three or four. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not that – it's not as far as we think. When's his kid yeah. going to be born? It was already born. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. He's still rehabbing yeah, for was, his injury, but that's also it was. Like, yeah. I thought he was. I know, yeah, I they right were due like beginning of August, right? Yeah, that, that, we said. that he wasn't born yet, but I don't know. That'd be hmm. tough. Yeah, know. well, but if he's doubtful, at least he's not out. You know, that's the yes. thing. He's not going to play, but yeah. No, doubtful. I mean game two, not. But in the series yeah. again, I would be happy. Yeah, yeah maybe game three. Well, let's hope. We, we only have two game breaks, so you just hope that he gets yeah. healthy enough. But. Yeah. We need him as a backup Stressful point times. guard. That's what we need him as. I mean, I was, maker. I said it at the start. This was, this is looking like our year. I mean, you know, next year though is going to be even better. But you know, we uh, have. We can't Sean. keep talking about next year as Celtics fans though. We've always exactly. Or sports fans always look forward to next year. As sports always fans, so people always talk about their following years as their years, but then it, something happens, they're not quite as good, and then the trend just goes downward. You just have to try. Yeah, to like that's what I said about the team in 2018. Like people were like, "Oh, we're we're." You know, we're After beating Hayward. the Cavs right now, but we don't have Hayward or Kyrie. So, yeah. we, we just go for the future. I'm like, no, we need to try to do everything we can right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lo and behold, it didn't work out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but this is – we have a serious chance, dude. I think if we get in the finals against the Lakers, we have a legitimate chance of winning that series. I, I like think it's going to go to seven also. games. I like it. It okay. would definitely go to seven games. But I'm not sure if we win that, but I like the match. I mean, I'd say it's more likely it doesn't go to seven games than it does, but sure. <laughs> They had the two best players in the series by fall, by a considerable margin. So I know, but past those two the, players, we've talked about this before. Or the, yeah. the eighth, ninth, and tenth best starters in that series. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well, we'll see what happens. Let's hope we can beat Miami first, Nick. I mean, we're yeah, not Yeah, you're right. I underestimated Miami, dude, because I thought they were going to be a little bit easier of a matchup than we had against Toronto. But apparently, I think they're much more. I think they're, they're way more. more hard. They're way harder. Yeah, I think they're just as yeah. difficult, not harder. I guess. Oh, it's gonna, it's scary times, scary times. Yeah, but you know, it's hopeful too. We have a chance. That's the thing. Yep. All right. Well, let's do the game predictions. All right. Yep. Wait. Well, now, now let's send it to our NHL guys um, with the NHL update and a quick baseball update for you guys as well. Uh, so let's send it over to the hockey guys. All right. I am joined here by fellow hockey analyst. We got Chris Scambus here. My name is Nick Antonogos. You just saw me in the previous part. But we're going to be talking some hockey today, Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals to discuss. The Stanley Cup final matchup has been set, and we also have some predictions for you guys. So, Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good, you know, um, sticking through with it. Uh, it's getting exciting because, you know, getting all the way to the Stanley Cup final, it's weird having it in uh, September. But, you know, yeah. we're lucky to be here having it, so. Yeah. Let's just dive right into it. Um, we'll start with the East that wrapped up last night. 
the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders going to six games in their best of seven series. The Lightning wrapping it up yesterday in game six, getting the win in overtime over the Islanders. And the Islanders put up a good fight yesterday. Yeah, I was rooting for the Islanders. I really wanted them to pull through and have that crazy comeback. But, you know, they, they had a good performance right to overtime in game six. But in the end, you know, the Lightning came on top, which isn't bad. I mean, this is kind of their year, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that definitely, I mean, of the course of the game yesterday, I feel like the Islanders were kind of controlling, um, especially that third period. They were getting a lot of opportunities. Bailey had that breakaway in overtime. They had a chance to seal the deal a couple of times. But the Lightning were just so good defensively. They barely allowed any shots on net. While they had like 50, the Islanders had like 25. So doubling them in shots, and they just had a bunch of blocked shots. So, you know, the Islanders, they they put up a great fight. Varlamov played a great game. But, you know, like you said, I agree with you. It's This is the Islanders. I mean, not the Islanders. This is the Lightning's year to win the Cup. Um, you know, the Bruins are out. Their competition is kind of gone. Even though the Islanders put up a good fight in the Easter Conference Final, we were kind of seeing uh, the future here with um, the – Lightning advancing to the Stanley Cup final. So they will advance. Uh, you know, it was, you know, game five, the Islanders won it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then because the Lightning went up 3 1 at one point, and the Lightning, or the, the Islanders pushed it back in game five. They played good in game five, but, you know, not much of a fight there. Yeah. I really liked uh, Matt Barzal in this entire series. He was yeah. great. And, um, yeah, I really wanted the Islanders, honestly, but I'm fine with the Lightning winning, too. It's not too bad. They're the ones who knocked up the Bruins, so it's, you know, the Bruins lost. Makes us look better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, and then now we move to the West, where Chris has got his team, the Dallas Stars, putting up a very yeah. great performance in the Western Conference Final. Yeah, rocking the Stars jersey, the Sagan jersey. Um, mm-hmm. Stars winning in five, knocking out the Golden Knights. Um, Leonard stayed in net, some controversy still going on in Vegas about the goaltending situation, but the stars were able to close it out in five and what looked like a pretty dominated series by the Dallas stars. Yeah. Even though they ended their series the same way the lightning did in overtime. Um, I mean, Kudobin played amazing. Um, he, I mean, he was a former Bruin and he, he did not play like yeah. this with, so for, Oh no. <laughs> Pretty cool to see him light it up like this. It's amazing. He had 34 saves in that uh, overtime win. And um, Jamie Benn had – I think he had the winning goal, right? Is that true? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they all, they all played really well. They, they pretty much dominated that game, like you said. And the whole series, they won in five, four to one. And uh, I'm excited. I think that it's, it's a good competition for the Lightning because the Lightning are clearly the best team. So – I think the Stars can put up a good fight and hopefully win. Yeah, with this defensive Lightning team with Vasilevsky and the defensive core that the Lightning has, I think the best offense to throw at them right now would definitely be the Dallas Stars offense. Just totally stacked up front. Pavelski, Sagan, Ben, just it goes down the list. Just plenty of guys. And then even on the back end, you have guys who can, you know, get goals during the game, but, you know, if there's a team to face right now for the Lightning, one weakness for the Lightning would be just getting more shots on net. As good as Vasilevsky is, he can't stop him forever. 
We saw the same problem with the Bruins in their second-round series. They just couldn't get enough shots on net. And when they did, Vasilevsky was there to stop them. So if the Stars can just pound the net and get a bunch of shots on, uh, you know, they have a chance. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the Stars are have a great depth in their offense, and they're the team to kind of put the pressure on and hopefully get some goals and shut Vasilevsky down. Don't let him do what he did to all the other teams. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, the Knights, they put up a good fight. I thought they would put up a better fight than they did, like you said, only going down in five. The Stars kind of dominated the series. But it's going to be interesting to see what the Vegas Golden Knights do during this offseason with their goaltending situation. And, you know, they, they got to find another piece to move to that next level, it's looking like. Yeah, I mean, it seems that, like they're pretty confident in Leonard. I mean, um, Marc-Andre Fleury only played one game and it ended up in a loss. And so he's still a great goaltender. Don't get me wrong. He's amazing. I think he's even better than Leonard. Not, not this playoffs, but as an overall goaltender, I think I'd choose Marc-Andre Fleury. But, I don't know, maybe they move him somewhere and try and get something in return, or we'll see what happens. But, yeah, and to I mean, think they only got him – yeah, to think they only got him from the Blackhawks for a third-round pick, Robin Leonard, there's just yeah. a steal for the Golden Knights. And I bet they could get – some pretty good assets for Marc-Andre Fleury if they were to trade him, which I believe they will because Fleury's not happy. The Knights have a new starter. And, yeah. um, you know, they could get they could get a good amount of pieces for him. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, the, you know, Knights have a good future, but good for the Stars making it to the Cup Final. Our Stanley Cup Final matchup, we have the Dallas Stars versus the Tampa Bay Lightning, a matchup that I would have never really thought we would see. We actually predicted it correctly, half of it. We had the Stars getting to the cup final in our original predictions all the way back with Tommy a couple months back. But, yeah, um, no, it, not too far off. We did have the Lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals, but we had them losing. Yeah. The so, I mean, not too far off. We had Stars and then Bruins, and then the Lightning would have, if they were to beat the Bruins in the Stanley or Eastern Conference Finals, then they would go to the Stanley Cup. But yeah, pretty good by us. <laughs> I know. I'm happy with the Stars prediction because the Bruins one was more expected. The Stars, yeah. you know, you really pushed on that. You were confident in the Stars, and you were right about it. So, yeah. let's go. I'll take the credit. <laughs> All right, now let's send it back to the basketball guys. They're going to give you your predict their predictions for the um, upcoming NBA playoffs, and then they'll come back to us with our NHL playoff predictions. Welcome to the NBA predictions where we're going to be giving all of our predictions for all of the uh, conference final matchups in the NBA, the Eastern Conference Final, Western Conference Final. We're going to predict those through, and then we'll be back next week uh, with a full recap of those series as well. So let's dive into it. Chandler, why don't you go down the line and give us the records that we have from the past week? All right. So the last week we all picked the exact same games. We had the, we all went four and four. However, I'm just going to take this as a little personal win because I'm the only person who has my NBA champion still in. So I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pat myself on the back, but for the records, we have, uh, we actually all went four and five uh, because I would say yeah, that in a hypothetical, if the Clippers had won, I was probably going to pick the Lakers when we actually yeah. did this prediction. I mean, it was trending so much. It was trending so much in the, in the Lakers, but yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. So LeBron. in last place, nothing's changed. In last place, we still have Nick. Yeah, Nick, <laughs> your hand, but don't you don't want to hear this one? I plug your ears, fire you too. Uh, thirty-seven and twenty-six. 
uh, then Stuart and I are still both tied at 41 and 22. So I think it's Nick is four. Well done, Nick. It's pretty much done for me. Yeah. I mean, unless if I can make a miraculous comeback here, but you know, if I do, then, probably won't be dissenting that much. So yeah, I know. Like Donus said once, go to my Venmo. I don't intend. I don't intend to go to your Venmo. Next. Onus. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not vending Venmo you anything. You don't even have yeah. a fucking. You don't even have a debit card. So how am I supposed to vend Venmo you something? <laughs> That's also true. That's tough. Mail me cash. That's the smartest thing to do. Send cash in the mail. That's fucking stupid as shit. The mailman's probably know. take a hat out for him. It so. was exaggerating, yeah. Stuart. Oh my no, god. No, it was not exaggerating. It was sarcasm. Once you got called out, you changed. You pretended it was sarcasm. No, I didn't. I yep. swear to God. That's cap. Let's yeah, just okay. do the predictions. No cap. All right, who's got the game? Go ahead. Paper out. I have. I have the games. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay, so we have. Um, I'm just gonna say Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals. We have Game Two of the Eastern Conference Finals. Whoa. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick the Celtics because we better win this over the series. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but before the two-zero hole, it's starting to get. That's tough concerned. because these are home games too. I mean, hashtag yeah. that's tough. There you go. Okay, what's wrong Western with the final game one? <laughs> it's late. It's eleven thirty-eight. Yeah. yeah. There you um, go. Eleven thirty-seven actually, but uh, I Western Conference final game head. one. Western Conference Finals game one. I'm picking the Lakers. Lakers. I will also pick the Lakers. All right. Um, give me one second. Uh, talk about something. Uh, um, if you haven't already, make sure to follow us no, on Instagram. No, don't do it. 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 No, 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 no,
Okay, so we went ahead. Do a it. Bit do it just in case. Actually, yeah. wait, no. No, no, because there's going to be another podcast by Wednesday. No, yeah, yeah we yeah. will. We will. We'll have it. Okay, so that's it. All right, beautiful. Now we'll send it to the NHL guys with their NHL predictions. Uh, peace out from the basketball guys. Uh, bye. All right, thank you guys. Um, back here with our NHL cast. We have some predictions for you for the Stanley Cup final. Um, Donus unable to join us today, but I will read off his predictions. Thank you, Chris, for joining me, by the way. Uh, amid school and everything for you. But right now, the standings for the NHL predictions look pretty tight right now. I mean, at least the first top two positions. But, you know, in first place, for the record prediction, we have Chris with a record of 65 and 53, um, doing pretty well there. Then in second place, we have Donus with a record of 64 and 54. Wow. So only one game back of Chris. And in last place, you have me, 57 and 62. I worked <laughs> my way back a little bit. I used to be eight games below 500, but now I'm only five. So hooray, I guess. Nice. <laughs> then in the, predict- the point standings, we have tied for second place. We have myself and Donus both with 21 points. And then Chris in first place with 22 points. So I still have a chance in the, um, points. the points. But, you know, the record is what's more important. But, you know, I'll take it. Um, so uh, we'll start with the predictions. Chris, do you want to go down and um, read yours first? Or actually, wait. Maybe let me just – let me read Donus's first because he's not here okay. to um, defend himself. So we can just roast him. So Donus has – the Lightning in seven. By his game-by-game scenario, he has Lightning, Stars, Lightning, Stars, Stars, Lightning, Lightning. So he has the Lightning going down 3-2 and then coming back from a 3-2 deficit to win the series. So confident there. Nice prediction by Donuts, I guess. And uh, Chris, do you want to go ahead and give yours? Sure. Um, I'm going to go Stars. Lightning, stars, stars, lightning, stars. So that's stars. Stars, lightning, stars. Stars, lightning, stars. So it's stars in uh, five. No, six. Sorry, six. Wow. Stars and six for Chris. I wanted to bring it to seven, but I'm, I'm really, really confident. And uh, that that might be the what puts Andrew ahead. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I I hope the stars win, but um, you know, I just my brain is telling me lightning, so I'm gonna go lightning in six. And then for my game by game predictions, I'm gonna go lightning, stars, lightning, lightning, stars. No, lightning. Jesus. (laughs) So, lightning stars, lightning, lightning stars, lightning. So, lightning take it in six. Uh, Like we said many of times throughout this podcast, this is the lightning's year. um, And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. I hope the stars win, but, you know, it's looking more and more like it's going to be the lightning's year. But you never know. We predicted the stars to come this far. I'm surprised they did. But, you know, they got a chance. 
Big chance. Big chance. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's basically it for this episode, this first combination episode of the Nosebleeds podcast, basketball and hockey all in one place. So thank you everybody so much for watching. We'll see you back here next week, next Friday for, I think it'll probably be our last hockey episode because by then I think the Stanley Cup final should be done. But if it's not, then we'll have one more for you. But, um, you know, edging close to the end of the NHL playoffs as well as the NBA playoffs. We hope you all enjoyed. From the Nosebleeds Podcast, my name is Nick Antonakis. We'll see you next time.